0: This podcast sponsored by Cherry Hill Volvo. At
1: Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers, incredible offers, and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krupnik, president of Cherry Hill Volvo.
0: Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three, you Music. You set my world on fire. Yeah, all and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.
1: Hunter Biden faces 17 years in prison, but does this actually mean he won't ever have to talk to Congress? And is this really done to get Joe Biden out of the race? Welcome back to the show. Glad you're here. It is our fourth and final hour here on a Friday this week. What a week, huh? With the Republican debate, with the issues going on with the University of Pennsylvania, the Penn president, all of it. But here we are on a Friday night, about to enjoy the weekend. But before we do, uh, did you enjoy your time like Hunter Biden did? Spending millions on lavish, hard partying lifestyle, all while dodging taxes. Really, truly amazing. Under Biden, of course, (laughs) excuse me, was indicted, as you know. Nine charges, including three felonies, in part for allegedly dodging more than a million dollars in taxes. While living a hard-partying, extravagant life over a four-year period. You know, I I know the um, initial conspiracy theory is, well, this gets him to not testify before Congress. But, eh, eh, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I truly believe this is all to get Joe Biden out of the race. I think there's a coup going on. I think there is a coup going on against the president of the United States of America. And that coup is to get him out of the race for re-election. That's what I think is happening right now. And I think it's very obvious why. Because he's going to lose. He's going to lose in a big, big way. And when you break that down, you realize that there's just no way unless you get rid of Joe Biden. This is grim. One Democratic pollster says, this is a piece in the New York Times, the far right wing New York Times by Thomas B. Edsel, who writes on politics. And this is what he says. And this is very telling here. This came out before Hunter was indicted. Just so you know, this was actually something I had in my show sheet yesterday. I didn't get a chance to get to it. But then the show ends and five minutes later, Hunter Biden's indicted. And here we are. All right. So let me let's go through this for a moment, shall we? All right he writes the following he says the predictive power of horse race polling a year from the presidential election is weak at best the biden campaign can take some comfort in that but what recent surveys do reveal is that the coalition that put joe biden in the white house in the first place is nowhere near as strong as it was four years ago now let's before i continue here let's let's get let's let's pretend like the election was on the up and up Let's pretend like there wasn't cheating, mail-in ballots, pretend like the Pennsylvania Supreme Court did not intervene in that election and completely unconstitutionally change the time, matter, and date of the election. Let, let's pretend it was just a fair fight, all right? For the purposes of this, let's pretend it's a fair fight because that, that proves how Joe Biden is really completely screwed, completely screwed, and that the only thing that can save him would be mass-scale cheating or something else. But I don't even think that saves him this time around. I really don't. But let's assume everything was on the up and up, right? Let's assume it was on the up and up. And let's assume that people really just didn't like Donald Trump's tweets. Let's assume that uh, COVID really was a factor in that election. Let's assume all those things. And that they were able to pull this great scam over us with hiding this guy in the basement. And he's just goofy Uncle Joe. And he's going to heal America and bring America back together after four years of mean tweets. All right? Let's just assume all those things and then look at it like this. The danger sides for Biden right now, the danger signs include fraying support among core constituencies, including younger voters, black voters, and Hispanic voters, and the decline, if not erasure, of traditional democratic advantages in representing the interests of the middle class and speaking for the average voter. Any of these on their own might not be cause for alarm, but taken together They present a dangerous situation for Biden. From November 5th through November 11th, Democracy Corps, a Democratic advisory group founded by Stan Greenberg and James Carville, surveyed 2,500 voters in presidential and Senate battleground states as well as competitive House districts. Here is the summation of their data. This is grim. That's the summation right there. Those are the three words for you on this Friday evening. This is grim. The study he found, collectively voters in the Democratic base of blacks, Hispanics, Asians, LGBTQ plus I, A, every letter of the alphabet community, Gen Z, millennials, unmarried and college women give Trump higher ratings than Biden. Let me say that again, because you're probably driving right now, and you almost rear-ended somebody because you say, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Rich, did you start drinking already? Yes, but that's beside the point. In an email, Greenberg summarized the results. This is grim. The study, he said, found that collectively voters in the Democratic base of blacks, Hispanics, Asians, LGBTQ plus community, Gen Z, millennials, unmarried, and college women give Trump higher approval ratings than Biden. On 32 subjects ranging from abortion to China, the Democracy Corps survey asked voters to choose which would be better, Biden and the Democrats or Trump and the Republicans. Biden and the Democrats led on six. Women's rights, ahead by 17 percentage points. That's obviously abortion. Climate change, 15 points. Addressing racial inequality, 10 points. Healthcare, 3 points. The president will not be an autocrat, two points. And protecting democracy, one point. There was actually a tie on making democracy more secure. Now, let's break that down for a second. Obviously, if you are a, a voter who votes on abortion, if that's your issue, if that's what you do, you're voting for Biden, that, you're voting for the Democrats, that's it. If you, are, if you are that fanatical about the issue, but if you're like most Americans... And it's just one piece of the, of, the, of the pie here that you bake in. It's just one thing. The question is, how much does it really impact you and your life? How much does it really impact you and your life? But the real danger here is not that. The real danger is that we have heard time and again from every pundit on high, from the corporate media and big tech, the unholy triad between big tech, corporate media, and the government, that Donald Trump is a what? A threat to democracy he's an autocrat he's a dictator he will get in on day one and do what dictators do he will start dictating we've heard this over and over again but here's the thing people are not buying it not only that people in the core democrat base are not buying it that means then that if you know that you and i are not buying this crap And you know that most people who pay attention are not buying this crap. And if the core Democrat group of blacks and Hispanics and LGBTQ and young voters and women and unmarried people, if they're not buying it, and that's all they talk about, right? I mean, everything the Democrats have focused on has been that. Trump is an autocrat. Trump will destroy America. Trump will take over and rise to become the next Mussolini. Nobody, nobody believes it. They're not buying it. You can't even sell this to the core Democrat base, let alone independents, let alone convince moderate Republican voters of this. You can't even sell it to your own people. I mean, talk about a marketing disaster. You can't even convince beer drinkers to buy this beer. And it's the only beer being sold. They have spent so much time and everything has been about Trump is a danger to democracy and the core Democrat base does not buy it. Again, this is from the far right wing New York Times. So obviously take it all with a grain of salt because of their penchant for far vast right wing conspiracies and whatnot. Let's continue, shall we? Donald Trump and the Republicans held leads on the remaining subjects, including being for working people, a seven-point advantage. Standing up to the elites, eight points. Being able to get things done for the American people, 12 points. Feeling safe, 12 points. And keeping wages and salaries up with the cost of living, 17 points. Now think about that. We know Based on this analysis, this is grim, because the message that Donald Trump is Mussolini is not working. It's not selling. They're not buying it. They're not buying it, period. All right? We also know that when it comes to the economy, Biden trounces Biden on all of those issues. When it comes to keeping people safe, when it comes to making sure that they can have a decent quality of life, Trump crushes Biden on all of those issues. Not good. For Democrats, this is not good for Joe Biden. All they have, think about it, all they have is that Trump's a dictator. That's it. That's their whole argument. This is 2016 all over again. You remember in 2016, it was all, Donald Trump's going to just blow up the world. Can't be trusted with the nuclear codes. He's going to get mad at somebody on Twitter one day and cause World War III and start firing nukes. Remember that? The joke we used to do in Afternoon Drive back then was, I would play a sounder and of Trump saying "Excuse me, excuse me" and then we would and then Greg would hit a button that sounded like the world was blowing up. And I would joke about that because Hillary Clinton would spend time running commercials with guys in nuclear missile silos who said, "I was down in that silo, my entire career and Donald Trump cannot be trusted with the nuclear codes." That was the entire thing. He was going to destroy the world, he was going to have a temper tantrum and 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 blow the world up. And it didn't work in 2016. They're doing the same thing again now. Trump will take over America. He'll never leave office. He'll be a dictator. Democrats aren't buying it. Republicans aren't buying it. Independents aren't buying it. What they are buying, though, is the fact that he'll be better in the economy. That's what people actually believe. Not good, because Democrats at this point can't even pivot. You know, if you're if you're on a campaign and you find out that your message isn't working, well, you can you can pivot. There's a time to adjust and pivot away. And you go, all right, all right, all right. So. <clears throat> Let's try a different tack. What tack do they have? What tack can can, excuse me, can they try? They can't turn around and say, with the economy. Bidenomics stinks. Nobody wants it. Bidenomics is a dirty word. So what else do they have? They can scream about abortion. They can scare people about that. But outside of the core group that votes on that issue, nobody cares. Nobody's buying it. Suburban moms... We hear about them all the time, right? Suburban moms in the suburbs. Maybe you're one of them listening right now. That that you wake up in the morning and think about abortion rights. You go to bed at night thinking about it, and you spend every moment of your day thinking about it. That's all you care about, with your kids screaming in the back of the uh, of the Volvo XC90 or the minivan. I don't believe that. It's not true. What you're thinking about is you're thinking about what everybody else is thinking about because you're a person. You're not a woman. You're a person. I mean, you are a woman, but when you stop putting people into these categories and you actually look at them as an individual, as a person, you realize, guess what? You know what she's thinking about? She's thinking about what everybody else is thinking about. How the hell am I going to make this work this month with my budget? What do we have to cut out? How am I going to afford Christmas presents and Christmas dinner and also all of our bills, which keep going up, and my husband hasn't had a raise or I haven't had a raise, and everything's going up. That's what that suburban voter is thinking. She just happens to be a woman thinking those things. The mistake the Democrats keep making is they think that gay people think differently, women think differently, black people think differently, Hispanic people think differently. I I mean, as an individual, everyone thinks differently. But when you put them into these groups, into these categories, which is what the Democrats do all the time, and then you assume that everybody within that category has this monolithic thinking, that's where you lose. That's when you lose. That's when you completely destroy your candidacy. And that's the mistake Democrats have made. They assume every person who's black thinks the same. Every person who's Hispanic thinks the same. Every person with a, with, a, with a vagina thinks the same. And what they cannot comprehend is that individuals who happen to be black, who happen to be Hispanic, who happen to be women, have lots of different things they're thinking about. And they're not monolithic in their thinking. It's up to what's in front of them in their own personal circumstances. And right now, the one thing that almost unites everybody is the economy and how much it stinks. But you see, when Democrats run campaigns that act like, okay, let's go to this oppressed group and scare them that Trump's going to be bad for them, and that oppressed, that quote-unquote oppressed group turns around and goes, yeah, I don't actually, I don't think, I don't think that's the case. Actually, I think it'll be better for us. Crime is soaring in our neighborhoods. Everything's expensive. The schools are not that great. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I think he'll actually help us. Working people, you know, Joe Biden goes out there and screams about being Union Joe, Blue Collar Joe. Working people think Trump helps him. Man, the Democrats have a problem here. In the case of issues that traditionally favor Republicans, Trump and his allies held commanding leads. Patriotism, 11 points. Crime, 17 points. Immigration, 20 points. Border security, 22 points. Now, this is great. Again, this is from the far right-wing New York Times. An analysis of, uh, of data compiled by James Carville and his group Particularly worrisome for Democrats who plan to demonize Trump as a threat to democracy are the advantages Trump and Republicans have on opposing extremism, three points, getting beyond the chaos, six points, and protecting the Constitution, eight points. Now let's digest that for a moment, shall we? You look around as... um, This uh, chaos is unfolding on college campuses, all this anti-Semitic vitriol and college presidents who can't say that if you call for the genocide of Jews, that might be considered hate speech or bullying on campus in accordance with their own codes. I mean, with their college codes, not not the First Amendment, but the, the codes that they have on campus, those very same speech codes that say if you're fat phobic, you get kicked off campus. These same college presidents can't can't understand how that if you use the wrong pronoun about somebody, they'll kick you off campus. But if you call for the genocide of Jews, that that doesn't get covered under their their hate speech codes that they've written and created for their college campuses. So you see all this division, you see all this vitriol, and it's happening under Joe Biden. And that's why these voters turn around and go, "Ah, actually, I think Trump can bring people together. I think he can oppose extremism. This extremism you see, this anti-Jewish extremism that's happening in America, yeah, I think, I think Trump can help. And because the Democrats tried in 2016 to paint him as a racist and an anti-Semite and all the other BS things that they tried to say about him, and it wasn't true, and in fact, he did more to help black voters with things like historically black college funding and tearing down a lot of what the left had put in place that really served as barriers to those communities. The Democrats tried things like fake hate crimes, you know, Juicy Smollett, Jesse Smollett, and people saw through all that and said, that's a fugazi, also doesn't help. Now, there is some evidence in both the Democracy Corps survey and other polls that concerns are specific to Biden, including his age and the surge in prices during his presidency, are driving the perception of democratic weakness rather than discontent with the party itself. For example, Survey found that Democratic candidates in House battleground districts are running even with their Republican opponents among all voters and two points ahead among voters who say they are likely to cast ballots on Election Day. Along similar lines, a November 2023 NBC News poll found Trump leading Biden by two points. But when voters were asked to choose between Trump and an unnamed Democratic candidate, the generic Democrat won 46 to 40. Translation, Biden is the problem for Democrats. If you're a Democrat strategist, that's the only conclusion you can come to. Period. Now, I I know that Trump is still going to do very well against anybody he faces because it will be about the economy, stupid. But if I'm sitting there and I'm in a room and I'm a Democrat strategist, the only only way to interpret this is Biden is the problem. Joe Biden is the issue. You run anybody else and they beat Trump. I don't believe that again. But, The Democrat strategist does. They sit there and they look at this data and they go, Biden's the problem. We got to get rid of him. He's got to go. We're going to lose. He's on the ticket. We got to go. He's got to go. We're going to lose. Put anybody else up with a pulse and they win. Again, I don't believe that. But this is what they're saying in their Democrat strategy rooms. In a reflection of both Biden and Trump's high unfavorability ratings, NBC reported that when voters were asked to choose between Biden and an unnamed generic Republican, the Republican candidate led Biden 48 to 37. Meaning that if if somehow the Republican establishment is able to get DeSantis or Nikki Haley across the finish line and beat Trump or or Trump tomorrow gets hit by a bus or captured by aliens or whatever, whoever that Republican is trounces Biden. But remember something, the deep state could live with Nikki Haley. They would, in fact, they would love it. So they wouldn't panic over that. In fact, they'd probably support her. But they have to stop Trump. Trump goes in there and dismantles the deep state. They cannot allow that to happen. That's why they are panicking so much. Biden is the problem. Other nonpartisan polls describe similar Democratic weaknesses. A September morning consult survey found, for example, that, quote, Voters are now more likely to see the Republican Party as capable of governing, tackling big issues, and keeping the country safe compared with the Democrat Party. And that, by a nine-point margin, voters also see the Democratic Party as more ideologically extreme than the GOP. More ideologically extreme. You see, the whole idea that Trump is a madman and Trump's a dictator and Republicans are extremists and blah, 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 it isn't working it doesn't work it's not moving the needle on people period all right I got a lot more to say in this a lot more to come before we uh wrap up the show tonight but guys pay attention Christmas is coming The holidays are here what are you gonna get her you gotta get her something she's gonna love and you should get her something that you'll love too so I have the easy answer for you It is the Naturally Nude Pajamas from Pajamagram.com. That's right, Naturally Nude Pajamas, Pajamagram.com. These are soft, supple, luxurious pajamas that she'll love sleeping in. You'll love how she looks. And when you order now, they're going to give you a very special gift, a free Naturally Nude 90, a $75 value, yours free, when you go to Pajamagram.com and you order it. And you're going to love the fact that they'll wrap it for you, ship it for you, make it easy. What else could you ask for? She'll love how it feels. You'll love how it looks. She'll appreciate it. My wife loves hers. I got her the Naturally Nude Pajamas last year. She sleeps on them all the time. It looks beautiful in them. And the nighty. Oh, listen, you will be very, very happy. So just go to pajamagram.com, pajamagram.com, and order the Naturally Nude Pajamas. Let them know I sent you. Do it now because it's going to sell out. It sells out every year. Every year for Christmas, it sells out. So the choice you have to make for yourself is, do I want to miss out on this? Miss out on the free 90, the $75 value? Or do I want to seize the moment and make her happy? You can do it. Pajamagram.com, the naturally nude pajamas. Tune in
0: is the audio platform with something for everyone
2: The
0: Zioli Show on your schedule from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app.
1: As we continue along on our Friday night here, are you getting excited? I am. Weekend's almost here. I'm excited. And Joe Biden's almost out of the race. (laughs) Welcome back. Glad you're here. 855-839-1210. On Twitter, at Rich Zioli. I was joking last night on Twitter that when the indictment came down in Hunter Biden... Gavin Newsom was getting more pomade ready. You know, that, that beautiful, luscious quaff of hair of his with a carbon footprint of four of John Kerry's private jets. All that petroleum-based product. And even Phil Murphy, his royal rugness, King Philip the Unaccountable, had his, his rug head steam cleaned yesterday. Stanley Steamer was over steam cleaning his head. They're ready. Gretchen Whitmer had the teeth whitening strips in. Oh, they're all ready. This is bad, and this is a bit, This is to get Joe Biden out of the race. You know, uh, I always tell you that Democrats only get in trouble for their corruption when they want them out. That's it. So why Bob Menendez got indicted again. Bob Menendez got indicted the first time. Senator Menendez, everybody knew he was dirty. Everybody knew he was corrupt. Got indicted the first time when he opposed Barack Obama's Iran deal. Got indicted the second time when he opposed Barack Obama's Iran deal. I mean Biden's, but really Obama's, right? The only time you get in trouble is if they want to get rid of you because you are not helping their cause. Then suddenly, they find all these corruption charges around you that were there, out in the open, the entire time. Right there, out in the open, the entire time. So this indictment came down last night, and I wasn't surprised by it. The only thing surprising was nothing. Nothing. I mean, nothing was surprising about it. I told you they want Biden out of the race. Yeah, this stops Hunter Biden from testifying before Congress, but th- th- it's, who cares? I mean, that's irrelevant. It, it, th- these charges now make it so obvious that Joe Biden knew and was part of all this. They don't need Hunter Biden to testify. They have now a federal indictment of the president's son about foreign business dealings. And you think, this, you think Hunter Biden wants to go to prison? He, can't, he wouldn't handle a day in prison. Hunter Biden could not handle 15 minutes in prison. He becomes somebody's B. He gets shivved. No, 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 no. He'll, guys like him squeal. Guys like him sing like canaries. This is all done so that they can go to the president and say, look, here's the deal. You got to get out of this race and all this goes away. Everything I share with you from that last article, everything about this is grim. From the far right wing New York Times. Think about this now. The weaknesses result from declining confidence in the Democrat Party within Democrat ranks rather than strong support for Trump and the Republican Party. The trends against the Democrat Party are largely driven by worsening perceptions among its own voter base, which suggests that the party will have to rely more than ever on cheating to keep control of the White House. Well, they say negative partisanship, but actually what I mean is cheating. People are not going to show up. They may just stay home in 2024. They may not vote for Trump, but they may stay home. There's no enthusiasm for Biden. And actually, I believe they will show up for Trump. I think blacks and Hispanics and LGBTQ people that care about the economy, women, I think they will all show up for him, actually. I do. I think they know that, too. But what they're saying is, worst case scenario, they stay home. Best case scenario, they stay home. Morning Consul posed the same set of questions to voters about the political parties in 2020 and again this year in order to track shifting voter attitudes. For example, which party is more capable of governing? 48% of voters in 2020 said the Democrats, 42% said the Republicans. This year, it's flipped. 47% said Republicans, 44% said the Democrats. Similar shifts have occurred on questions of which party will keep the nation safe and which party can tackle the big issues what amounts to a bloody body blow to Biden and his Democratic allies, Republicans are now virtually tied with Democrats on a matter that has been a mainstay of Democratic support since the formation of the New Deal coalition during the Great Depression. Ready for this? September 2023, NBC News survey found that 34% of voters believe Republicans are better at looking out for the middle class, while 36% say the same of Democrats. The two-point margin in favor of Democrats is the lowest it has been in the history of polling. Democrats have held over 30 years as high as a 29-point advantage as being the party better able to deal with and handle issues and concerns of the middle class, said Bill McInturf, a partner in the Republican firm Public Opinion Strategies, which joined with the Democrat firm, Hart Research, to conduct the NBC poll. Well, the, the, I mean, the answer is obvious, right? James Carville said it too. He said the Democrat Party has become the party of coastal elites and the faculty lounge. They don't give a damn about working people. They, they, they openly tell working people, we're going to take away your jobs. If you work in any sort of energy sector, if you build cars, we're going to take away your jobs in favor of our wacko green agenda. They don't hide these things. The war on coal, the war on natural gas, the war on oil, all of it. I mean, they, they, they couldn't be more, more upfront about it. And with all of their wokeness and all of their, their, their uh, oppression, nonsense, and everything else, they're a party of extremists and fanatics, academics. When James Carville said that, the Democrat Party has become a party of the faculty lounge. Think of the faculty lounge right now, playing out in front of America right now. Professors who are filled with vitriol, filled with vitriol towards Israel, expressing anti openly anti-Semitic comments. This is the Democrat Party. This is the Democrat Party, and that's the party of the faculty lounge. So the average person, the average working person goes, these people don't care about me. Although many of those with whom I discussed the data voiced deep concern over Biden's prospects, let me cite a couple of experts who are more optimistic. Ah, I wouldn't worry about those people. Because they they keep coming back to this point. Quote, Opposition and fear of MAGA is the dominant force in U.S. politics today. Give me a break. You know that's not the case because I share with you the earlier results which said that when it comes to protecting democracy, Trump has an advantage. This whole MAGA is going to destroy America thing, this whole MAGA is going to destroy America talking point, pff, they're not buying it. People are not buying it. If you can't sell that, you have. there's no chance. They have no shot. They have no chance. That's all they have is MAGA will destroy America. And they tried for years selling that. They still are not buying it. You're selling a product. People don't white don't want your message is Bud Light. Your political message is Bud Light. And you so crap the bed with Dylan Mulvaney that now nobody wants to buy it. Your message is MAGA will destroy America. And it's such BS. Nobody wants to buy your message. Nobody wants to buy the product that you are selling Ryan Enos, a political scientist at Harvard warned that there are major consequences that could result from the weakness of Biden's support in an email he wrote the following quote, there is no doubt that Democrats and given that the likely Republican nominee is a would be authoritarian, Americans more generally should be alarmed by Biden's poll numbers. He is saddled with the need to dig economic perceptions out of a deep inflationary hole and unsteady international world and the view that his party went too far to the left on social issues. If the election were held today, Biden would lose. Jonathan Weller, a political scientist at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, says, there's no gainsaying Biden's poor polling numbers at the present. However, however unhinged Trump appears increasingly to be for now, that's an abstraction for many voters. In the meantime, what they see in ways that feel up close and personal are signs of an unsettled and unsettling world impining on their day-to-day lives, including inflation, higher crime, and a big increase in migrants across our southern border and into cities around the United States. Translation, the MAGA thing isn't selling. What people see with their own eyes, what they feel is the economy Crime, destruction of our cities, and the fact that the Democrat Party is freaking nuts. It's freaking nuts. Roger Smith, a political scientist at the University of Pennsylvania, made the case that Biden's age and his visible infirmities interfere with his ability to reassure the electorate. Again, all of this is from the far right wing New York Times. The biggest factor that is neglected in many polls is the widespread belief that Biden is simply too old and insufficiently vigorous to remain president for four more years. This belief is reinforced by the reality that Biden does not inspire confidence in his vigor or energy in most of his public presentations. The problem is particularly acute among young voters, but goes throughout the electorate, Democrats and Republicans alike. It means that voters don't give much weight to Biden's arguments on the issues. And Democrats are trapped. None will challenge Biden. He must choose to step aside. If he did so, he would feel compelled to support Kamala Harris. But most Democrats, and probably Biden himself, rightly believe that she would do even worse than he is doing. The only ace in the hole, they say at the end of this article, is Donald Trump himself. As the center of attention in the election of 2018, 2020, and even 2022, he was the key to Democratic victories. Oh, that's BS. Every election's a local election. Every election's different. Trump wasn't on the ballot. That's BS. They're, they're, they're saying that to try to save themselves. That's a bunch of malarkey. Trump is doing all he can to become the focus in 2024, but the question remains whether the Democrats, with Biden at the top of the ticket, can successfully demonize him again. The answer is a big, fat no. 855-839-1210 on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. It is our fourth and final hour, coming right back.
0: Thanks for listening to the Zioli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD and the Odyssey app.
1: One week from tonight, yes, one week from tonight, we'll be wrapping up our live broadcast at my happy place, the Grand Hotel of Cape May, New Jersey. The only question is, are you going to be with me when I wrap it up? That's the only question. Welcome back to the show. Glad you were here tonight. Yes, Friday night, next week, a week from today, December 15th, our last final live broadcast of the year at the Grand Hotel of Cape May. So I want to see you there. It's going to be a Christmas celebration, a miracle, Christmas miracle, and Hanukkah as well. And uh, I would really like you to join us. If you if you have been to these live shows, you know how, how much fun they are. You meet your fellows, the Army members, like minded people. The bar's open. Everybody has a great time. So make sure you come out. All right. Just don't be like the kind of person that misses it and then you get FOMO. You know, fear of missing out. You don't want to have any FOMO. Come on. Uh, so <clears throat> let's kind of put a bow on this, shall we? You got a problem with Joe Biden. Joe Biden's the problem. How do you get rid of Joe Biden? Here's CBS News Catherine Herridge from last night's broadcast as the breaking news came out. There could be more charges. What makes you think that?
2: It's just my reading of of the document in, in the first page. I think the language is uh, that they describe him as a lobbyist. Lobbyists have to register under mm-hmm. what's called FARA, the Foreign Agents Registration Act, which is a government way of saying that if you're working on behalf of foreign interests, you have to tell the U.S. government. In this case, the indictment spends a lot of time talking about Hunter Biden's business deals with the Ukraine energy firm Burisma. It also talks about his work with a Chinese energy firm, CEFC. And it also talks about his work with Romania. And that, to me, seems to leave the door open to potential of violations. I also mm-hmm. would add that there has been some reporting, subpoenas have been issued for his uh, his business partner, the president's uh, brother, James Biden. And that would go to the idea of a FARA, you know, working together, mm-hmm. lobbying on behalf of foreign interests. Now, we say all of that, but their position has been that they he, he accepts responsibility for this this period in his life. But they in no way admitted that they have been lobbying on behalf of those entities.
1: I like how the CBS guy is just like, hmm, 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 hmm. You now, all this is coming out because the iris whistleblowers won't do the right thing and protect the president from all of his crimes. Here's Katherine Harridge talking about IRS whistleblower Gary Shapley and that he stands by his testimony that he told the special counsel.
2: What is the reaction from these IRS whistleblowers to the closed door testimony from the special counsel, David Weiss, that he was the decision maker? Well, in this case, we heard from Gary Shapley, and he said he stands by his testimony that Weiss told investigators he had asked the Justice Department for additional powers to prosecute the case and was denied. So, we have the luxury of knowing what actually happened in this investigation. Uh, Mr. Weiss also said in his testimony that he asked for or talked to Maine DOJ about special charging authority, Mm -hmm. and he was told to follow the process. And and then it goes down through the the process, and it goes—even though Attorney General Merrill Garland said a Trump-appointed U.S. attorney told Congress twice that, the Department of Justice talking point was that a Trump-appointed United States attorney was in charge. They made him go through two President Biden-appointed United States attorneys, both declining to uh, partner with him. And you're talking about attorneys in the Central District of California and then also here in Washington, D.C. Yes, that's correct. Okay. Mm. Court Counsel David Weiss has filed felony gun charges in Delaware, and the Hunter-Biden tax case is still pending. Scott. And that was before the, we
1: the indictment that came out yesterday. So it's not good. It's not a good situation. The FARA thing, the Foreign Agent Registration Act violation, which they've kept hanging over his head. It's an interesting uh, point that Wendy Patterson made on Twitter. Wendy Patterson, who is, I'll read you her Twitter bio, she is a um, critical thinker, is how she defines herself. But her, her tweet has gone kind of viral here. I believe I know why the FARA charge wasn't included in Hunter's charges yesterday. Under Biden, Chris Haynes and Dennis Archer's firm sold the Michigan car company Henergies to China with the Obama administration's approval and Obama's committee on foreign investment in the United States, while the Chinese company was on the U.S. enemies list. The approval for the sale by the Obama administration of the Michigan automotive company to VP Joe Biden's son and John Kerry's stepson was approved without any foreign registration required by the political elite's kids. Herigy's Automotive held the patent on an app that made drones stable in flight. Now, that is the app used by China's military and the military drones. If or when Hunter is charged with a far violation, the past players who not only knew they weren't registered as foreign agents but let the sale happen even though the Chinese company was on the U.S. enemies list and the product they purchased directly helped China's military, including then-President Obama, would come out. I, I mean, look, Obama didn't want Joe Biden to run in the first place, right? Because he knew about Biden's corruption. He knew Biden was corrupt, and Obama didn't want it to tarnish his legacy. And they can't let this come out now, because if they are going to pull a rabbit out of the hat in the form of Michelle Obama, they can't have any of this come out. But Biden was bragging about how he had the Ukrainian prosecutor fired. All of these charges against Hunter Biden have everything to do with Burisma, the guy and the guy who was investigating Burisma, the prosecutor in Ukraine, Joe Biden bragged that he got him fired. Dollars.
0: They said, You have no authority, you're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars. I said, You're not getting the billion. I'm gonna be leaving here and I think it was what six hours. I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch, got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid at the time.
1: Said, nah. So bragging about getting the prosecutor fired, holding a billion dollars of U.S. taxpayer dollars as, 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 as extortion. You mentioned extortion again. I'll break your legs. I, I mean, come on. It, like, like you'd have to be an idiot not to see all this is happening to get Joe Biden out of the race. Joe Biden was in on it. Joe Biden was in on the take. He was in on it. So please, all of this is coming out as a way to say to him, if you don't stop, if you don't get out, this is all coming out. It's all coming out. You have to go. You have no other options here. No, it's, 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 it, this is a coup against the president of the United States of America. I mean, m- mind you, it's a coup I'm happy to watch have and happen and play out um, to a degree, because I do think Joe Biden is an easy candidate to beat. And I don't know about the other Democrats. I don't know what I don't know. There's an old saying in life, you don't know what you don't know. I don't know how the other candidates fare against Trump. I'd like to think if it's Gavin Newsom, Trump will dominate him because he'll be able to point out how California's freaking nuts and crazy. If it's Phil Murphy, I think just the rug alone he'd lose. If it's Gretchen Whitmer, I mean, she's such a tyrant. You can bring out all of her tyrannical uh, fantasies. If it's Michelle Obama. So don't get me wrong. I I would like to see Biden as the candidate. I think he's beatable. I really do. I think Trump trounces him. I think any Republican does. But it's for that reason why I think we should all be very, very worried that Joe Biden's not going to be the candidate. Because everything, every story, every action that's taking place, all of it, it's all happening. And you think about when David Axelrod sent out that tweet saying Joe Biden's got to go. It was after the Obamas had their weekend celebration in Chicago celebrating their historic victory in 2008. Friday night, they all get there. It's like a wedding weekend, right? Friday night, you have your cocktails, you catch up with everybody. Saturday's the big day. Sunday morning, everybody's a little bleary-eyed, a little Bloody Marys, brunch, right? Pack your bags, give hugs, go home. There was the Sunday morning when David Axelrod started tweeting out that Joe Biden's got to go. And don't tell me that was not because Friday night, Saturday, Saturday night, the conversations among Barack Obama's people, David Axelrod being the top guy, that Joe Biden's got to go. He's got to go, period. Have a great weekend. I hope you enjoy it. Have fun. And I want to see you next Friday night. So make sure you're there at the Grand Hotel of Cape May, New Jersey. If not, coming after you. No, I'm serious. It'll be a Christmas miracle. Please join us for that live at the Grand Hotel of Cape May, New Jersey. Keep the conversation going on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. The great one, Mark Levin, is up next. Thank you. Rich
0: only weekday afternoons, 3 to 7. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my word and podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at and t at tmobilecom slash across America.